podcasting from the world's most livable city, Melbourne. This is the Your Career Down Under Show, a podcast dedicated to help newly arrived skilled migrants and settled migrants with their career and employment issues. We interview recruiters, career coaches, HR experts and employers who share tips, techniques and insights to help you land a job quickly and rapidly advance your career. Hello everyone. Today I'm speaking with Reshma Nambi. Reshma arrived in Australia as an international student studying structural engineering. She has a vision to establishing her own engineering consultancy business. And she's currently working as a structural engineer in one of the reputed engineering company in Melbourne. She's also an avid public speaker and willing to develop her public speaking skills provided a platform so let's talk to reshma and find out how did she land a job just using networking Welcome, Reshma Nambi. Welcome to Your Career Down Under Show. Hi, Naishad. Thank you. So, Reshma, before we start to talk about the topic that I've asked you to come and uh, share your ideas around that, can you tell us a little bit about your career story? Where did you start and what do you do right now? Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Um my career story so far has been a really positive one um to be exact i started off 24 years ago as a tiny little human being on this earth and progressing on just fast forwarding the first few years of my life a bit because that's a bit um too exciting for you all (laughs) and so yeah so reaching Melbourne probably a year and a half ago, um, mm-hmm. I started off as a student at University of Melbourne, yep. um, grabbing all the opportunities from the university. I did um, get myself into an internship. So yes, my career journey or my professional slash job journey, I started off as an intern, progressed on to do some part-time roles with the same company as a structural engineer. And this would be the most happiest part for all of you because I'm graduating at the end of this year and I already have my graduate role in my hand for the next three years. So yes, that's my journey right now. Excellent. That's such a brilliant way to start the podcast with because you you came here as a student one and a half year back 
and you're currently mm-hmm. undertaking part-time work with the company and you're going to yeah. get into full-time once you graduate. That's pretty, pretty great. Yep. So now, as you know, that most of the international students and not many international students land professional job while they are mm-hmm. studying and you are an exception. Yeah. There might be other people. I'm not aware of them, but did you really have an intention that did you really think about that you really want to get a professional job before you even start, before you even graduate? Um, uh, I'm sorry, Nashita, I would like to correct you a bit over there. Um, I'm not really an exception here because if it's possible for me, anyone can actually do this. Um, it's just that you, sh- you just have to put in the right efforts about which I can elaborate later on. But about my intention of landing a professional job, I would be lying if I said a no there, because obviously like every other international graduate student, I did have an intention of landing a professional job when I started networking. Um, In fact, my intention um, was not to just end up in a job, but to actually find something that um, I, actually love doing um, and through networking I traced my steps onto that um, and yes today I'm the structural engineer at a pretty big company in Australia. Excellent excellent now you know so how and when did you really start networking and did somebody tell you that that's one of the smartest way to find work or did you just accidentally came across networking or did you enjoy networking how did that really start? Uh, so this is my favorite part. Um, so yeah, so like every other student, I was also a very, very, very laid back person, probably okay. a year and a half ago. So when I first landed in Melbourne, week one is when I started networking. Don't be surprised because wow. uh, yeah, so um, I had a friend who actually pulled me into a networking event that was happening at my university back then. Um, I was really, really, really reluctant to attend it at first, but then uh, that first networking event that I attended turned out to be a major game changer in my life, or probably my job slash career life. Um, So I went for the networking event, which happened at my university, met a lot of people. Um, So just let me make this clear. When I said that I'm a laid back person, I'm only laid back just on you know reaching that place once I reach that place I make sure that I make an impact so uh, when I actually attended the networking event I made sure I spoke to everyone noted down their names and networked in the proper manner Um, and that turned out to be a really good thing that happened to me so yes I would recommend please go to all the networking events as far as as possible because that really helps and don't just network with people for the sake of networking. Um, yeah. Actually, genuinely network with them. Uh, while you're trying to narrate your story to them, make sure you listen to their story as well because that sure. um, they appreciate a lot because um, as much as how much you want to be um, heard, other people do want to be heard as well. So yeah, please make sure that you listen to their story um, and uh, I think I'm deviating a bit here but so yeah <laughs> no, 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 you're not. absolutely yeah. not but so it was you know obviously you know your friend 
you know gave you the opportunity or pulled you in your yeah. words to yeah to so she um pay, uh, yeah so she made sure that i attended the event because yeah. she was you know lazy to go alone you know how you come from a different <laughs> country and you don't want to go to a crowd of strangers and look like the person who doesn't know anything so she pulled me so that she could get a you know someone to uh, right. stick on to, to make conversations but hey that turned out to be good for me absolutely but so obviously that event you did not prepare yourself because it was impromptu event but, uh, following, but um yeah yeah following those events uh, you know reshma did you prepare yourself once that event happened and obviously you got energized and you know you really kind of you know understood the networking uh, you know aspect a little bit following yeah. those then you must have attended a few other events numerous events how did you prepare yourself Definitely. for those networking events um so yeah so as i was saying the first networking event was totally unprepared apart yeah. from the free food and the drinks that they provided <laughs> um, i did enjoy the fact that there are a lot of people most importantly a lot of relevant people from various industries whom you could actually connect to um so i liked that fact a lot and that's when i actually started searching for networking events online and made sure that i attend every one of them at least one a week and um while i would go for these networking events one i would make sure i'm properly or rightly dressed because appearance matters up to some extent yes um i would also go there and talk to people and make a note of their names on my phone so i literally had this um fold uh, like folder in my notes saying meet up people names um and then i had like one two three sort of n number of names um while i made a conversation with them i would make sure that i would appreciate them for whatever efforts that they have done say if they did a presentation on that meetup i would first appreciate them for the presentation and then put in my um you know job application slash yep. exhibition of my skills um so that way they get the impression that i'm not only a person who's uh, no i'm not just a person who's desperate for job but i'm also a genuine person who can be fit for a job so um instead of giving the desperate vibes i thought it was better to you know sort of stay on the genuine end of things and um, and i would go back and connect with them over linkedin which i yeah. think is the most most relevant social networking profile in australia yes um so i would uh, connect with them on linkedin yes they might accept they might not yeah. uh, but as i was saying since i made an effort to make sure that i was a genuine uh, person with them since i made the conversation a bit out of the box they would uh, there are high chances that they remember my name i didn't know if it was because my name is reshma arikanambi which is a very very rare, rare name they remember <laughs> me or i don't know i was lucky enough to get accepted by most of the connections that i sent out to and um once the connection was accepted uh, rather than sending cliche thank you notes i would customize or you know um customize the message that i send out to each person uh, referring to something i noticed about them on the day of the meetup say if they wore a purple shirt and i really loved the shirt i would comment about oh. how uh, they looked perfect in that and right for the or appropriate for the occasion and then start my conversation about the job or the profile that i'm interested in 
So I would make small observations look like they actually really matter. So that was something I thought was unique about what I did and what I think would be uh, important for other people to do as well to stand out of the box. There's such a gold nuggets that you share, Reshma, because, you know, I myself, I, I know whenever I go to networking events, I don't make those notes, although mm-hmm. I, I want to, but I don't make those notes. And, you know, it happens that after a while I forget, oh, I just want to remember, oh, you know, remember that, that person that I met? I don't know his or her name. <laughs> yeah, many often people tend to forget that. So Exactly. Yeah. But that's really pretty smart that you have done. And you know that's something that you started way back so so correct me if i'm wrong so did you just even though first event it was pretty you know pretty random that you attended but then mm-hmm. how many events did you used to attend uh you know for the first year in this in your university i forgot to keep track of the yes. number though but i'm pretty sure that i've attended more than 50. wow yeah because um i i was I was working part-time back then doing all these small jobs sure. and I used to go to uni as well, but I did make sure that I had at least a day off, which is when I would search for networking events. So uh, they, uh, pretty much throughout my week, I would be occupied um, and I considered this as a, an assignment, like how I have uni assignments. I would considered this as one of the other assignments as well so it was not much of a tedious task for me it was something part of my daily routine i mean sorry weekly routine yeah that's such a great place to think from that this is also an activity that you do as part of your studies because usually networking exists as such or you know if i've got time i'll do that but you actually made that time available and that made the whole difference so now let's let's yeah, look at true. you know what did you do actually do you like prepare your pitch did you kind of have an introduction about yourself when you meet someone new or did you just flow on and you know just customize it as you go along um very often i noticed uh, with myself the thing was when i prepare too much it becomes a so, it becomes a lot of you know um very prepared sort of thing I like to be um, like going with the flow. So I usually prepare myself uh, in the sense that I research about the companies that are attending the meetup or the per- people who are coming for the meetup or the topic of conversation at the meetup. Uh, but I wouldn't prepare myself to actually um, pr- uh, by heart a speech that says about myself or my skill sets and then narrate it to that person because that would seem so you know, not so genuine. Yes. Um, yeah. So I would just uh, probably talk about incidents, narrate stories, um, um, tell them how I responded in that situation, and then what was the outcome of the situation. Now, this by theory, people call it the SAR technology, which is situation, yes. task, action, and result. So I used to follow that. I used to pick a story with, which happened in my life, which I found inter- interesting. And then through that story, I used to exhibit one skill. Say, um, I would talk about a story when I actually had to switch between jobs, get a car, like purchase a car for myself in between that, mm-hmm. make sure my boss is not unhappy with me because I'm late for work. So I, I had a story where, where I had to tackle all of these 
and mm-hmm. still remain like the good girl in all of their books. So <laughs> I would narrate this story and say, this is how I manage time. That is my time management skills. So um, I would make sure I do that um, rather than, you know, uh, give them a speech on how time management is important in life. So this way they feel connected with me, my story, and I have the tendency to talk with them as well. So I think it's quite important to do that rather than to make speeches and, you know, by heart a prepared sort of a dialect and go about with that. It is easier to say a story when and related to it. So when you say the story, if the person on the other hand end has a similar story, obviously that person's going to make a conversation with you and talk about that with you for like another 10 minutes. That way you get sort of a better connection. You know what, Rishma, I'm also learning equally as you are sharing your, uh, you know, your story because, you know, telling <laughs> stories always enriches people. Uh, it just make, makes you look genuine. It makes you, it takes away that pressure of networking. It takes away that, you know, that I need to exactly. get number. I need to get the business card. I need to do that, you know. And that's such a, exactly. such a great way to, to talk about it, you know. And, I, and I'm, I'm very much, uh, you know, inspired by what you, you know, the, the, the outlook that you have on networking. Thank you. So Thank now let's you. talk about, let's say you met someone, okay? Yeah. Uh, you know, you met someone at a networking event. What activities or what did you do post networking? Um, all right. For that, I think I have to actually narrate a story here. Yes, please. Because um, So this networking event I went to um, at a really big firm. Uh, which is actually the company that I'm working at at the moment. Sure. Um, so I went to this networking event a year ago and um, it was on International Women's Day, which which was in March, early yes. in March last year. And so this company had the tradition of uh, paying their tribute to women or celebrating Women's Day by theming the entire company in purple. So in fact, they had really tiny cupcakes which was purple in color and which uh-huh. had the company logo on it. And I found it really interesting the mm-hmm. way they um, actually tried to show their respect for women, even in tiny little things like cupcakes, not yeah. just, you know, in the office culture. Um, I found it really interesting. So once I was done with the networking event, talking to a lot of people, making my point clear, exhibiting my skills, listening to their presentation, listening to the work culture in that company, I went back home. And I connected with this person. I was sure would access my connection because yes. I talked to her for like uh, an hour and a half. Wow. Uh, so she was, so I, once she accepted my connection on LinkedIn, I actually messaged her saying, it was really impressive how you celebrate International Women's Day at your yep. company. Um, I observed that even on the tiny little cupcakes, you had your, uh, the purple color uh, emphasizing the women's importance over there so I really appreciate your efforts on that so uh, like I was mentioning before before I put in my job application slash exhibiting my skills slash you know what I want to get to slash whatever that is sure. um, I made a point to appreciate their efforts and then start my uh, conversation so um, I think it is important to do that rather than to seem like a person who is 
yes, everybody is desperate to get the job, but don't just show it on your face. Please um, take a balanced place on that. Appreciate the other person's effort because it does take a lot of effort from the recruitment side to actually hire a person. So appreciate the efforts first and then uh, put in your job application. So I would usually do that post my um, networking. So the first thing is to actually connect with them on LinkedIn, which I said is the most valuable social networking platform in Australia. And then start conversations with them. And once you start conversation, make sure you don't just abruptly end it. Um, continue it for a while. It is okay to be pushy here because proactive is the term that they call for people who are being pushy or um, actively responding or actively messaging or talking to people. Uh, so try to stay on the proactive side um, and people appreciate such uh, proactive efforts here. So connect with them on LinkedIn, stay proactive, talk to them, follow up and also ask for feedback. Um, so once you have spoken to a person for say even for five minutes, uh, they would have formed an impression about you from that yes. conversation. So it is important to know what sort of an impression they got about you. That way, if it is good, well and good, you can proceed with the same pitch in your next conversations with other people. If it's bad, you can try to improve on what and where you have to work on, what to improve and so on. So it is always important to ask for feedback as well. And if possible, it is also good to give them a feedback. Mm. That's it. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. And obviously LinkedIn did play a role in your networking efforts. So apart from connecting with them on LinkedIn, did you do anything mm -hmm. extra? Obviously, you know, you shared messages on LinkedIn, uh, you know, you kind of, you know, rolled on with your communication. But anything extra that you did in order you know, to build that relationship with that person? Um, not in the case of the networking even that I talked about right now, which gave me the job. Uh, but otherwise, usually, if there is a chance, I would actually ask them if, if it is possible to meet them for a coffee catch up. Um, one, mainly because I love coffees. <laughs> uh, two, because people in Melbourne appreciate the coffee culture a lot. Yes. Uh, uh, so it is important to ask them if they're interested in a coffee catch-up and if you can again meet that person and probably take conversations to the next level even if you're not looking for a job with that person or the, with the company that they are employed in it also is a good way to um, enhance your knowledge or skill sets on the areas that they are expert in so say if you're meeting a civil engineer you do get some concepts about construction industry so just not just not restricting yourself to the job area of things that coffee catch up would give you some insights on that particular industry and which would probably help you in getting a job later on so that's what i feel excellent now obviously we have heard many horror negative stories around finding work in australia and especially as an international graduate mm -hmm. Did it affect you at any point in time? And if it did, how did you kind of, you know, manage those, uh, you know, impact of those negative stereotypical stories on yourself? Um, luckily for me, 
Um, remember how I talked about the first networking event that yes. I went to, that I was very reluctant about going? Yes. Uh, the person whom I met there turned out to be the person who hired me. Uh, so that was lucky for me because I did not have had to go through any negative sort of um, sure. phases in my journey. Yeah. But yes, I've heard from a lot of uh, others or fellow peers in my university about how they find it hard or they get rejected. My um, one word of advice, not advice, my one sure. word of maybe tip or anything would be um, just not losing hope would be a good thing because uh, if you lose hope, uh, you tend to take things negatively. You tend to go to the bad side of things and yes. it all affects not just your job hunt, but your daily routine as well. Yep. Um, but just stay positive and keep um, applying for jobs. Some people might get it in one month. Some people might get it in one year. So, it, yeah. but, the, um, but, you know, statistics, statistics say that the non-employment rate, the unemployment rate in Australia is very, very low. So yeah. you cannot be that on the lower end. You will obviously end up in a job. So you don't have to worry about that. Excellent. Brilliant job. Now, what are the, uh, some of the other tips that you have for our listeners and especially for the international graduates? Anything else you want to talk about that hasn't been talked about? Um, tips for international graduates? Probably um, stay proactive. Um, start from day one rather than waiting for graduation and then starting. It is actually good to start from day one or at least from week one. Um, um again network maintain a good profile on linkedin yeah um talk to as many people as possible um not just at networking events even um at you know other possible situations um share whatever you gain to your peer group as well if you find a job link rather than just applying it all by yourself make sure you share it with your friends who are also searching for jobs if it did not work out for you it would have worked out for them as well so make sure you maintain a healthy peer group um keep motivating each other because what i felt is at this stage um especially most of the international graduates are here on their own not with their parents or with your you know immediate um relatives so when you're with your peer group make sure it is important to make maintain a healthy relationship with each other yeah. and that peer group um if it is a really motivating positive sort of energy among the peer group it does help in the you know job securing phase and everything yeah excellent have you considered uh, writing a book on networking oh my god no that would be the last thing that i want to do you should i not think i think really. you've got you and uh, and, and uh, i'm not just sort of saying it without any uh, you know real purpose but i think you've got a lot of uh, practical ideas uh, uh, that you can help thanks for that but a uh, book named networking slash american mb would be the last 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 thing that i want to do in my life so but thanks for that though but I, you know i'm pretty sure that you know our listeners will find you know even this discussion pretty enlightening now if there are international graduates out there reshma who are struggling mm-hmm. and if they want to mm-hmm. reach out to you for a bit of mm-hmm. guidance bit of help what's the mm-hmm. way for them to reach out 
Um, so since I had talked about LinkedIn a lot for the past at least 20 or 25 minutes or so, I would be happy to connect with them through LinkedIn as well. Uh, just search for Reshma Arikya Nambi and you can find my profile. If you still don't, make sure to go to the most beautiful Reshma, uh, the one with the most cutest or the most beautiful profile picture. That's me. And you can connect with me. Excellent. On that beautiful note, Reshma, I really thank you for, uh, you know, for your generosity and the way you have expressed, you know, yourself and the ideas that you have talked about. I'm very sure that our listeners will find it useful. And thank you again. Thank you, Naishad, for this opportunity. Uh, it was totally unexpected. Um, I really want to mention the person who got me your contact. So thanks to Vinish, if he gets the opportunity to listen, listen to this podcast. Thanks to you. And yeah, thanks for the opportunity. And I think uh, we had to reschedule this for a couple of times. Sorry about that. Um, Thank you everyone for listening to the Your Career Down Under show. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you want to know more about how Your Career Down Under can help you, please reach out to us on www.yourcareerdownunder.com.au And if you have got a question about today's episode or if you want us to do a particular show on a particular topic, please reach out to us. We would love to do that. Until next time, be well.